Hello and welcome to the Stock Hypers in a brand new year and live in person, me and Danny are sitting next to each other. What's going on, Brian? Happy 24. Thank you, Danny. I am now 24 years old and it's also 2024. Can you believe that? I wish I was 24 years old, Brian. That's what I believe, baby. Yeah, you'd have so much time on your hand. You'd be like a, you'd be like one of those millennial kids. No, no, what would you be? You wouldn't even be a millennial. I would be a, um... an Xer. No, no, a Z or Generation Z, Z, like my kid. Oh my nope. goodness! But I can tell you some good good news, Brian. I cleared out my stocks in a frenzy the last day of the year. Were you dollar cost? I just average? got rid of everything oh, you for were, the tax break. Oh, Get you were tax doing harvesting. tax harvesting. I was like a farmer on that, dude. Get some tax harvest. So I have a lot of money to play with. All right. And I think what this pod should be about is what do we what stocks, Brian? We were going to pick out ten each, and I can't think of any. <laughs> yeah, not. I mean, not honestly, to be excited about twenty twenty four. Right. I put my money in my mouth. Is mm-hmm. there's so much tech has gone up, uh, cybersecurity went up, every aspect of tech which I know has gone up. So Brian, uh, help me out here. Help well, I'm in the up. same boat as you. I did a lot of selling at the end of the year. I'm almost all cash in my Robinhood account. I didn't really touch the retirement accounts but the one I I really wanted to take that that uh, Robinhood account and do those 2% trades that I've talked about in the past right right where all I do is I'm looking for 2% of a gain in the day and then I'm done and, and if I could do that more than losing the 2% at the end of the year, I should be really, really positive. Okay, did you try that out today, which is the first trading day of the year? First trading day of the year, yes, I did. But I'm a little, like, we'll talk about this because as we look for those 10 stocks that we're excited about for 2024, I have no idea. And everything is just run up so high. So I thought, I'm going to just play the cues. I'm going to start this process with the 2% because I'm all cash now, Danny. All cash. That's a good thing. Okay. Right? So so you're going to do the trading on the triple cues. Is that the one where it's tweaked? Yes, it's tweaked. It's either a bull on the cues or it's a short on the cues, and it's got a little bit of juice to it where it's a plus one and a half percent or something like that. And so, because I need that movement, because usually the cues don't move that much during one day. So these are the extreme ones, which go more. Yeah, or go less. up or down okay. more. Okay. So in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, oh, look, the stocks aren't doing that great. All your, uh, the ones that were doing so great last year, are down today. Apple's down. Meta's down. All of them are down. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm watching it, and it looked like it was going to come back up, like maybe a little overreaction when everybody woke up this morning, and uh, I jumped into the the triple ETF, the Qs. I'm going to tell you which one it is right but they, now. This was a tough day in stocks, right? It looks like some profit-taking, which has continued over the new year, which is go. reasonable, yeah. right? So it's the uh, TQQQ is the ticker symbol for this one that is a bullish bent to the cues. So I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe it's overreaction. I'll catch it on the way up. Oops. Well, that didn't work out. No, I'm down. It ended up selling. I got down 2%. And then, so then, like a good uh, whipsaw trader, I went right in. I started thinking about it more. I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is not going to work. Maybe these stocks in the triple cues aren't going to do well the first part of this year because everybody knows that they've run up so much. So maybe they're going to trim them. So then I go into the SQQQ. And this is where you're betting on to go down, correct? That's right. So okay. now I'm shorting them, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's how I've ended my day. I got it right before the end of the day. We'll see what happens tomorrow. 
and uh, see if I can figure out how to do this. So you're still in it overnight, right? You didn't sell out by days in. Uh, no, I didn't. Because what I do is I'll buy whatever it is, the stock or the ETF, and then I set a rolling two percent stop. So if it goes up two percent, um, great. It won't sell until it drops back down, but it gives me that comfort of. I'm only going to lose 2%. It'll so you also up. sell on the downside, correct? It sells on the downside at and 2%. Upside. It only sells on the upside if it drops 2% from the highest level. Okay, gotcha. Okay? All right, gotcha. But, uh, but what I can do is I can kind of watch that and then decide if it's past, if it, if it is accelerated past 2%, okay. I can choose to sell it at that point in time. I can cancel the rolling sell, the rolling stop. Okay. Like if it goes up 3%, I can be like, oh, that's perfect. I'm just going to get out now because the risk is it goes up 3% and then goes down 2% and sells and I've only got 1% gotcha. that's, a, that's okay. the gain. So you, you, you can manually override. Okay. And you're yeah. going to be doing that on the queues for the foreseeable future next um, week? Right now until Danny D. Money gives me some well, stock to watch. I should say that. Okay. So the stock I have done really well on now, Brian, I don't know if I have a chance to mention to you is Dutch Brothers. Bros, we've talked about it before. The Oregon-based company. Coffee company, I think like 7,800 locations. Um, I bought into it in the fall, and I bought much more in December. I'm up about 12%. So my question, Brian, is now we have cash on there, mm-hmm. is is it worth to really buy a substantial stake like I have in Duolingo, which has paid off? So again, the, real, the, the case for Dutch Brothers is it's one of the few brands that has a cult following, much like In-N-Out. Right, I think we all know about that. Um, there's Bucky's, which Brian doesn't know about. It's a huge convenience store chain in Texas. Uh, you know, you got Chick Fil A would be one where they open up and go berserk over it. I guess France went berserk over Krispy Kremes, which is inexplicable. But in any case, those obviously have pricing power. They're going to be around for a while. The problem was the stock value was too high for what you got out of it, but then it came back down in there. So. What do you think about that for me long term? I like Dutch Bros. I like the product. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a lot. There's not a Dutch Brothers close to me that I can just go but to every day. Okay, but they're coming. Let me jump in. There's one in Oceanside, which is about 30 miles north of San Diego. And when they opened, they had they still have like 40. I think they have average 40 people in line in the drive-thru and 20 walk-through. So a gigantic hit. They're starting to move into San Diego County. Huge hit continuation of what we've seen again when a brand comes into town they don't advertise and there's these massive lines get in there you know you're on to something a lot of them are private like in and outs private right so you can't get that bucky's private chick-fil-a private this is a public company so that is the thesis they'll keep growing they're in the hundreds of locations now they'll be in the thousands soon the valuations have mellowed out is it time to go in big Step by step, of course, but go in. I've traded bros, um, as you are well aware, and I think the company is in a great position to do good in 2024. And long term, 2024 through 2030. Let's just yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, so okay. this is the beginning of it. It went public last year or the year a couple 21? years ago. It bounced yeah, up and it came down. Yeah. It's actually up for a year ago about 15, 16%. So it's not too far off its low. Like a lot of the tech ones are now double and triple their lows. This has came back, but not a whole lot. So that's the reason I got in and it's done well. It's a solid company, I know, okay. and it's a great product as well as I've the, experienced it. So I would say yes, I think this is a good one for a long-term hold, as well as if you're just going to do, hopefully, uh, you know, also some short-term uh, plays this year. I think okay. Dutch is a, at a great price at 31 bucks. Right. 
Okay, so valuation. So that's what I like. Uh, Brian, the other one, let's just go back into Duolingo. You know, that's been a hell of a run the last couple months. Too much of a run. I, I was up 60%. Now I'm up 45%. I went in really big a few weeks ago. Shit, a month ago or something before the earnings, and it really paid off. So shall I let it come back down to earth first and go into it? What is your take long-term? Well, you like this one long-term. Mm -hmm. um, this is the company that does the, the has a little bit of AI. and it's Yes, the OWL logo. Owl. Just say the OWL. Just the knows. OWL, yeah. OWL's always pissed off. So if like you want to learn a language, this is one of the champion ways to do it, right? I think, you know, I still have the mind. It's not for me. I, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't desire to learn another language i don't know how many people continue to want to do that i mean english is the language buddy i don't know what you're gonna i well, mean if people I, are I guess learning the, english I'm, with duolingo is that I, what happens i would agree but the 50 percent year-over-year growth the last few years might speak otherwise so i hate to bring data in brian All also right. they're going to math and music what's going to happen is much like amazon used to be a bookseller and but now we know him for now duolingo which well, now known as a language learner, will be an education way to do it. The gamification or the adaption to the Generation Zers, who are now starting to have some money on them, to learn things. So now that's, that's kind of the, that, the pitch. Okay, so that's a good pitch, actually, because if you can mm -hmm. learn more things than language through Duolingo, right. they've already got it. They've uh, mastered it. They've, they've mastered, mastered it. Yeah, there you go. So, th so that is essentially the long-term thesis on them. And I do like owls. I just do. You like owls. Except yeah. when they get cats. Now, the only caveat to that is this thing is up 200% in a year. So is it going to pull is back? Right. Is there better opportunities to buy it? So uh, should I right buy now. some like a little a week for the next 26 weeks? Don't so dollar cost average yourself into whatever, more yeah. shares? We'll just step, I mean, little by little, because it's hard to guess a bottom or top. But yeah. if I do lock it long term and it's in a, a mini bubble or up thing, if I buy over 26 weeks a little bit at a time, right? Wouldn't that make sense? And you hedge your bets. Yeah, I guess that makes sense if you're if that's the way you want to play it. If you're you know like a if you want to be a trader, Danny, you wait no. for those opportunities no. when it's dropped and the, there's blood in the streets, Long and then you come right. in. Right. See, I, I to swipe up the shares. I don't have the AI that is the trader, dude. So I, I want long term, <laughs> but I want to get the right price. I was pretty disciplined by waiting. I waited a little too long. Yeah. But all things considered, I'm happy getting in there. So that's the thing is getting at the right price. So. Sounds well, what like about, just do the long term. Do the long term thing, yeah. Do you have another one, or let's move to. Uh, that is it, because again, Duolingo has a little bit of that cult following. I know it's different when it's online, but there's definitely that aspect to it. The halo effect, however you want to say it. So I know there's no other companies that are public like that, Brian, so I'm a little stumped. Is there like. Um, okay, so if you're looking at all of these stocks that did so good oh since last october mm -hmm. they just had incredible runs <laughs> the magnificent seven included yeah um is it is it a good play to go to the things that didn't participate in that so much well not, I, not yes. bad companies well, not horrible <laughs> unprofitable companies but like the banking stocks you know mm, like i don't like banking city or no no you don't think so the banks the energy is not my thing energy i just don't know enough outside of buying a uh etf or something of those brian so i really don't i don't have the foresight or to be honest will to look into that i don't know what wells Fargo is going to do okay so, what about some of the ones that, like we've talked about many times, that are like the EV plays besides Tesla? You know, you got your your Lucid, your Rivians. Do you think those are going to do better this year? Here's the problem I see with that is a bit of a bubble, as we know. Now, I got lucky. I sold most of my those types at a profit. The ones I have are house money. But you see the traditional automakers, those cars are starting what they thought would be gangbusters, like the F-150 electric 
the Mustang, the other ones are not doing well. What seems to be taken off now is the hybrids, which Toyota seem to be bet on correctly. So I think EVs, this will not be the year of the EV. And remember, at the six-month mark, we each pick a stock to do the best. I pick Lucid like a clown. In fact, I'll give myself five clown horns out of five on that one. And you picked AMD. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I think EV is not the stock to buy for a while. They're going to be shit on for a while, in my view. There's Tesla as everybody else. You can like Musk or hate him. That's just a fact. So, that's how I look at it. No. I've got... A, since, since I sold everything, I'm not in AMD. I'm not in um, Tesla. I'm not in any of these ones that I was in 2023. And a lot of those had gone really well the last part of the year. Some of them, Some of them really accelerated. But I think, you know staying away from those right now might be a good idea. I'm not sure that we're not going to have a slide over the next couple of months because interest rates still haven't been changed, even though the Fed has said, hey, I'm not going to really do anything. And the the uh, the 10-year, which usually is a catalyst to the S&P going up or down, is probably pretty stable at this point, right? Yeah, so, okay, but Brian, let me, let me get back to the AMD. You sold that... Because you're selling everything? Yes. Or... Yeah, because I, I, I wasn't like a lot of last year's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like last week's basically, their sales were, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to tax loss harvest on the things that I just didn't do well on, but, right? But that had been bag holding for so long. Weren't you up on AMD or did you get Yeah, I was. Okay. I was nicely up on AMD, okay. especially if you look at it like what was the gain mm. for, you know, I think I was up 17%. On AMD, I yeah, really did sell winners. quite a, close to the top, like 151 okay. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's into high 130s now. Okay, I like that long term. Obviously, it's an AI play. I don't see any glaring AI things, which we all missed last a year ago. So AI had a big boom, right? Mm-hmm. And then it kind of like settled down. Other than you know, like your your hardware makers, right? But like all those weird little AI companies, C3 AI, Palantir, those. those kind of stuff. But is this the year that they actually start to... Because last year was just hype. Mm-hmm. This year, now, do are there going to be a couple that are going to well, make money? Well, all the money? companies that, ha- that, that just have really had AI for years, and you kind of know them, and now it's getting named that, they're all going to integrate it pretty well. I think the Adobe is the obvious one where you can point out where it's not an AI, AI company, but they will benefit greatly from it, mm-hmm. right? And I think pretty much all tech Canva, which will be public, I guess, sometimes by 2060, and other ones like Palantir and all of those are all going to benefit from it. But they've also seen a rise in stocks where I think the cat's out of the bag on that one. And now you're just kind of going to solid long-term companies. You know, Google just came out with something again today, I don't know, some video thing. But they're all going to be coming out with stuff every few days or weeks. You're going to hear about that. Yeah. So I think a lot of the prices in there... A lot of the rise already came and gone, don't you think? Specifically on AI. So now you're just looking for long-term companies, right? I don't think so. I honestly believe that, you know, like most people are exploring AI for free at this point. It's included in their service of like Adobe and things like that. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a premium model to this. And I think more people are going to find it so useful that they will part with money, uh, monthly services but for those I products. Okay, I'm Certainly on, on the corporate level, Dan. You can't say the power in that. Yes. Yeah. But, but in terms of me and you, like we have Google search, they'll just use whatever Google AI or whatever equivalent, or a bunch of companies for that matter. Because there's, you know, there's no real mode except it's ex- expensive to get to, right? And now what you start to see with New York Times suing them for copyright... 
I think the AI play could be actually once again the content owners that have it that they want their shit scraped on. Like and Discord, then they get paid to get scraped. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like that, but is that really enough to add a lot of value to? So it might just be so spread out. I just don't see any definitive ones that would benefit. Are or you I, paying I don't see for any of the AI things in mid-journey? Or? I'm not paying for jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. No, I have Canva. I have Bard. You're paying for Canva or no? I'm paying 10 bucks a month for Canva. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So that's a little bit but of I, the AI I paid plan. regardless of that. And okay. that's so... Yeah, there'll be both, but you know, for corporations, sure, and all that, and content. But no, it's gonna—I I don't know. That's if so. I don't know what companies are gonna benefit. Quick, I guess is my point. Do you look at the Magnificent Seven and look for a pullback there and think yes. there'll be an opportunity to get in? Like, which one would you like? So, Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, Tesla. All, all them, I mean, honestly, Meta. Which I, one is which one is the the one that you're most hyped about for 2024? I don't have a specifically one. I think they're all. I think those companies are just such great companies and so well run that you're Tesla, almost. Tesla, are you going to put hits. Tesla in that? Absolutely. Oh okay, yeah. All right. Just Absolutely. curious. I'm not a must fan, but there's no question that's a well run. I mean, there's Tesla and everyone else. Like I just said, it's it's not even close. All the automakers thought if we just make something electric, it's going to sell like a Tesla. No, it won't. Again, it's it's the the cult effect, and you add Tesla to that to the yeah. Duolingo and Dutch Bros and In and Out Burger. That's hard to do. It's just. You have the smartest guys and the most money, but that's an X factor. It's like, you can be as smart as you want. You cannot write songs like the Beatles. That's just money can't buy it. And for whatever reason, Tesla clearly still has that. And they do have it for good reason. You know, it's not my thing, but yeah. So I put all the companies. I'd buy a little of each. I can't think of one that would stand out. I, I like them all. I mean, what is not to like on any of them, right? I mean, besides they just had a big run up. I don't know about Amazon would be the only one I'd be a little cautious you against. Are, is it, are you just bitter, Brian? You don't have a yacht? What is your, you've been anti Amazon for four years now. What is it? It went up 80% last year. I know. It's one of the biggest just, companies on earth. It has got a moat so fucking gigantic on the shit it does. No one's going to get close to it. I think it's just such an expensive company to run. There's so many... There's so many people involved with it and machinery and, and, and office space and warehouse. Like the overhead of that company is so ginormous. That's what it bothers me. You know, you don't have that with Apple and you don't have that with Microsoft. I know, but but you also don't have, I think it's the, well, it's either the second, it might be the first highest grossing company in the world. So it has the grosses to match and has a diverse for that type of company, another AI beneficiary. Here's um, my here's my problem with it. There is a very big move in certain niche markets, which could extend out bigger, that you just have a Shopify store and you focus all your energy on that. Like, it, like but they're, they're working like, with Amazon, though. That's what I'm saying. They you know, okay, everybody has a little piece in Amazon. Like the third-party sellers okay. are the, the, the what makes that company tick, right? What makes that part of the company tick. Yes. There's a lot. Okay. Right. And, you know, so you have AWS, which is the other side of it. Which is a cash cow. Which is a cash cow, but also more and more... Mm-hmm. More and more competitive in that market as well. You know, kind of like Google had a lot of competitors the last twenty five years in search, right? No, because that because okay. Google is hmm. is the default search engine, right? Nobody uses Bing, nobody uses DuckDuckGo. Well, du- okay, DuckDuckGo just entered the top twenty five, right? Okay, but <laughs> okay, they get a lot of searches. So does Bing, shockingly, but they're nowhere near to what Google is. And I guess the whole point is. Yes, there'll be niches, but when you're st- you're still the big dog out there. It's like right. Tesla. For okay, you can do all the shit, all the Mustangs you want to sell. You're dropping the bucket. Here's the problem: is 
Google is completely defensible. There's no way that a startup search engine is going to be able to compete with Google. A startup Amazon, that's different. What? No, 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 no. It's it's, it's worse. So me, hold, and, you, no, 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 me and you can just start up a delivery system that's bigger than no, U- no, no. UPS right. and the, FedEx. The point is is that marketplace that Amazon has is built off of all different products and brands. Mm-hmm. You can't get those things anywhere else on any other website. So if, if enough, like Shopify, if they can figure it out, good enough so that if you are a brand been around and it's better years. you'll find much better higher revenue going bringing people to your website rather than Amazon Amazon will undercut you and you'll bleed out before they do no I, they I, can't I, undercut you because you're the brand I'm talking about the mm-hmm. brand if like Nike I know what you're and, saying but however the third party keeps growing I see what you're saying Brian but that's a small aspect to the, the least profitable part of their business that business has enabled other things to go but with the prime with the, I don't know, dude. I just don't see that. I mean, is Amazon the third biggest advertiser in the world now, I think, right? Behind Facebook and Google? And that's just advertise their shit on their shit. So they have a multifaceted... I, I think their moat as a whole is, is better than Google's, to be honest. I think there's a magnificent six, and there's oh a gosh, the, then there's just like... You You're know, not seeing clearly, Brian. Uh, the journeyman... One. Do you want your own rocket that. ship and a yacht? Is that it? <laughs> it wasn't bad enough with the yachts, but the rocket ships, right? Yeah. Is that it? Is yep, that what it boils maybe, down to? Maybe. Okay. And does Google have a fucking rocket? No, they don't. Okay. okay so wishing the best. I don't. We have, we have to agree to disagree. But the numbers, if you look at the revenue growth, mm-hmm. are unequivocal with Amazon. If they just are, dude. So. And but if have, the okay, so out of all of them, that would maybe, be okay. And hold on. Okay. So we have the magnificent seven. Mm-hmm. Say the economy starts to give up ground. Say the economy starts to soften. We've been hearing this for Which five one years. of them suffers? Yeah, but eventually it happens, Danny. Well, I mean, they all... Su- no, there's one disproportionate. I don't see it. Which... Tesla sells an inexpensive EV. Okay. So they won't suffer, right? That's a big purchase right? put off. So they, no, right. they, no, I, no, that's not true because you could... I'll buy a car next year instead of this year. You, it actually will affect everybody. But I guess the question is disproportionate? Yes. People still need to eat and they buy that shit off of Amazon and Walmart. So Amazon is part of that. People are not going to stop. That'd be the last thing to go is affordable luxury. So if it hits, I don't see him hitting Amazon disproportionately. I know, Brian, you're trying to work this narrative <laughs> against it. That has been one of my best stocks last year. Okay. It just eats you alive, doesn't it? Does, it does, it does. Okay. That and and you, you're good. an Amazon. You have Prime, right? I do have Prime. And you Prime. watch the Prime stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it, Brian. There's yeah. some, you need to, something about that company is bothering me, and I don't know what it is. I'm Even looking, I'm looking for a me. case to just be like, this is not. There is make no it. case for it, so just buy it. <laughs> it's like, remember, Meta was going to be out. Yes, they're not going to be out, dude. Well, Meta, I like too now. Um, okay, so Danny, so you have nothing for me, Brian. You have nowhere. I have all this money to put into, Brian, and you have no recommendations. I would be holding on to the money pretty tightly at this point. I am. You just don't know what the direction is going to be. I don't know what the um, what the market is going to feel like is the direction it wants to go. But Brian, you've not given me one uh, Bitcoin nudge towards crypto. You don't have crypto. Are you still a crypto holder? Um, I don't have. I have Ethereum, but I don't have anything else. I sold Dogecoin, and uh, I had a little bit of Bitcoin that's gone, and I have, or I had a little bit of that cheap thing. All of that stuff is gone. I do have Ethereum in one account, and uh, not I'll a just, whole lot. I'll just, thinking? yeah, not a whole lot, but. I think everybody's waiting, and, the, and Bitcoin is certainly rising because of the idea that it'll have its own ETFs um, that can be, co- you know, come out. What does that mean? Well, ET- I don't understand why ETF that. 
Well, it'll be a, a Bitcoin ETF. So instead of having to buy a Bitcoin through a Robinhood, uh, Robinhood like buy or something, stocks? yeah, okay, yeah, Same you can buy way. an okay. ETF. And the, and what, what what is the I, I don't understand what, what is the upside? Why I don't get it. I guess because your exposure isn't directly to Bitcoin. It can have like um, so the ETF just has Bitcoin involved. in there. Is that different kind of? No, no, no. It, it would be just bit, a Bitcoin ETF would have Bitcoin in it. Isn't but... that called Bitcoin then? <laughs> I don't, what, it's like I'm gonna I, buy an Amazon ETF. I'll just buy. Amazon. I would assume they would have other ways that they're like uh, they would have um, options and shorts and things like that. I would. Oh do. my I don't gosh, know. dude! I'm not wow, dude. I just don't know about that. I I don't know, dude. It's risky enough without that shit in there. I don't know. Charlie Munger is rolling in his grave. That much I know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but I think that's one of the reasons that Bitcoin is is rising up. I got I decided to just take um, the winnings out of. And you're that. not going to trade? You wouldn't do the trade on that shit because that bounces around, doesn't it? That would be a good trading vehicle for it, um, but I don't think I, I don't know if I have the stomach. That is because that goes. That's too much to think about because it's 24 hours a day trading. It's the business you're in, buddy. You're I in the guess. trading business. Yeah. I have to tell you on that one. So. Yeah. I guess you're right. It would be. Maybe I'll have to rethink that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be opposed to trading the cryptos um, for a two percent trade. Why? So Why we're not? okay. So we're before we wrap this up, Brian. Mm-hmm. We're too. I don't throw around the word geniuses a lot <laughs> because tech was up. So I had a great year. I was up about thirty six and a half percent last year. Yeah, did the recap for me. What were you? So up last I was year? about thirty. I was hoping to hit forty, and when the year switched, I was at about thirty eight and a half. That's, I took a downturn. So you did fantastic. I beat you all had a the couple now, great winners. I based myself against all of the averages: S and P, Russell, mm-hmm. Dow Jones, etc. I did not beat the NASDAQ, which is at 45. The NASDAQ 100 is like at 54. And the Magnificent 7 is like at 60. So it took a record year of the NASDAQ to beat me. So all in all, I'm happy with last year what I did. I did a lot of little subtle moves. They really paid off. So with that in mind, Brian, I don't really see any clear stuff in front of me right now besides why would I not buy the NASDAQ? I don't see anything, any trends at all, and I'll be real honest. Yeah. Okay. I I guess um, the only thing I really thought there's two two um, places I thought might be a good place for a long term bet, not mm-hmm. uh, for what I'm trying okay. to do. That would be you know something related to housing. So if the interest okay. rates are going to no, go okay, down towards one. the end of the year, the how you know the the housing market um, should that's a good one. start to accelerate. So I will got, look. That's yeah. actually a good one because housing, as we know, we're massively underhoused in this country. That's no longer for debate. Uh, there's demand right now, and if interest rates come down, there'll only be more. Okay, you actually just redeemed yourself from that ridiculous Amazon take. Okay, now you're breaking even, Brian. Okay. What's the next one? So the next one is looking to do a a fund or, I, I don't think a fund, uh, probably an ETF that would be India-related. So, now like um, that. Because India is going to probably accelerate over the next 5, 10, maybe sure. even 20 years. They seem to be on that course. Yeah. Right. They are what China was 20 years ago without the ball and chain of communism yeah. around them. Right. And they have a... And, and, and uh, China has you know a very aging population, whereas India has a very mm-hmm. young population. It's, I think, eight young uh, under... F- 40 people? Whatever to, it's a lot of. Yeah, them. whatever it is. is very skewed towards okay. young people... Making a living, coming into the market, you know, and, and that country booming. Right. Now, there's, I, I wonder if there's a problem of brain drain there because they're all, a lot of the smart ones, education abroad. And I think, you know, 
once you come like somewhere like San Diego, you're not leaving or you know the Bay Area. It's nice. I don't I think you could put that into context really with them because okay. they have more than a billion people. So 1. brain drain, uh, yeah, a lot so of brain, brain drain is um, probably not. You know that that statistic is probably not relevant for that size. And of they do have country. delicious curry, so I'm going to give that a big plus that way. <laughs> um, okay. Right. So, do you have any companies in mind, or you just no companies? I because I, I don't That's know enough about it. Ones. It would just be an ETF that would take kind of like their cues, you know, like so. Their, there's no companies, big Indian companies traded here. Like Tata is that the, is that the the car company, right? I haven't even heard of that one, but I'm sure that they're Tata Motors. Tata Motors, no, yeah, it's no. a big one there. It's is a it? huge one, yeah. I'm yeah. probably saying it wrong. No so there's probably you know technology, a bunch of different. Uh, Large okay, corporations. So India is good. And yeah. What was the other other one you mentioned? Was housing. Housing. So those two for 2024 okay. could be really good. And I can't really look at it myself because I. Well, I guess I could, but it would be. Sure, you can. It would be for a long term view of it. So like I think right. about my retirement plans and thinking, well, that's a good spot for those mm-hmm. two thoughts. Okay. So with that in mind, do you, do you ever have you ever seen a Bollywood movie? In your yes, life? I've seen quite a few. Why are those so popular? It's like musical stuff, right? It seems... It's not always a musical, but there is a chance that it's going to break out into dance and music at some point in time. I'm going to go ahead and short the shit out of that, dude. (laughs) No, Danny, it's so much fun. Okay, this is a fact. This is data. There's not been a good musical since Greece in, what, 78? (laughs) Come on, name one. Name one. Uh, I don't know. Chicago was pretty good with Richard Gere. Come on. That was good, right? And that new Willy Wonka, is that a musical? I heard it's a musical. I haven't seen that thing. If you break out in the song, we're we're swinging, Brian. I don't know. The next thing on the Stockhypers is uh, a musical podcast. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, the only good thing out of this whole thing is India and housing. Brian, nice redemption. Okay. Way to wrap it up. All right. So, by the next episode, I'm actually going to look at those. That actually makes a lot of sense, Brian. Yeah, tell me what which ones in those particular markets look good to you. I'll look for a good ETF, a couple maybe mm-hmm. for um, for any uh, India play. What do you think? You know, energy has dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Is that possible? Like Exxon, Chevron, those? Really it could be because they're all like Exxon in particular is a zombie. Those things will never fucking. Die no, again. no, that's not true. I think um, Exxon has a really good play because they're yeah. focusing on lithium. So. You just think of them as, you know, pumping oil and gas, but they're very diverse companies and they are, you know, other material sciences that are coming out of the, out of Exxon and Chevron. It's not, okay, a, so they they're not from, dead at all. They went from, no, not at all. I mean, they went from oil to lithium. Are they just hated by Greenpeace? <laughs> they don't, yeah. I'm sure wow. they are, yeah. <laughs> that is like, man, go for it, buddy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, take, you know, pillage the earth. And then housing and India is we're all good on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Those are the all right, players. All right. Well, thank you for the tips. Thanks for redemption. Mm-hmm. We'll be back on every couple of weeks from here on out because it's going to be another good year. I think stocks going to go up. Yeah. Recession never hit. We had a really strong year. Interest rates really start going down. Averages. I think yeah. we're in, in I'm a good on a position. good streak, Brian. It is an electric election year, which are typically good. Oh, for advertising. That case, yeah. shit. Just buy shit in Meta and Google because they're going to advertise like crazy. But I really did a lot of good moves. This last year, I'm really happy with myself. That really boosted my winnings. So I've learned a lot, and I'm really happy about that. So we'll see how that goes. So I will have buys in by next week. Fantastic. A plethora of entertainment at my financial <laughs> expense, Brian. <laughs> All right, you guys, we will talk to you soon. All right, we are the Stock Hypers, and we are out.